Ah, uh, the week after the bye and the Seattle Seahawks are back at it this Sunday. You will hear it right here on your home of the Seattle Seahawks, Cairo Radio. They take on the New York Giants Sunday afternoon. And as he does every week at this time, Coach Pete Carroll joins us. Hey, Coach, good to talk to you again. Hi, Dory. Yeah, good to talk to you, too. How was your, uh, your bye week? You get a little time off there? Well, we, we you know kind of forced a little bit of a break here, and we, we did it. Uh, it was good for everybody. Players you know get a little healthier and feel a little spunkier during the week. So uh, that's what it's for, and it, it certainly worked out in, you know, during the week. But now we got to go make it happen on game day. I know that's what it's for for the players. Do you have to force yourself uh, personally to get a little away time, or you just – well, no, we get it. We're, we're kind of adapted now. You know, we know how the, the rhythms of it go. We yeah. get our work done early in the week and get back late and uh, before the guys get back in here. And, and so we, we, we take care of business, get a lot of self-scout stuff done and things that we can't do other, other times of the year to this kind of extent. Sure. Okay. Uh, it was an interesting weekend last weekend. And uh, I, th- I thought this would be a good time to kind of assess where you are in the conference because, you know, Atlanta was flying so high. They lose at home. Green Bay loses Aaron Rodgers, and uh, this this is a real interesting time now to kind of assess the Seahawks among the other elites in the conference. Well, you know, it's not how you start, you know, <laughs> as we always talk about. I've heard you say that and, once uh, or twice. What happened this week is a number of teams that were in first place, you know, they, they got – they got beaten, and, and uh, so it, it just accentuates that you just it's the long haul, and you just got to keep working and grinding and, and, and keep building. You know, we're trying to get better every week and keep building towards the finish of the season, and and uh, none of that stuff hurt us at all, you know. And we, we I know some people got some guys banged up, and we didn't, and so we're yeah. we're fortunate this week, and, and hopefully we can take advantage and come back and get a win in New York and, and keep going. I know uh, you and I talked about Aaron Rodgers before you guys played the Packers, and I know the tremendous respect you have for him as a player. What's your reaction when you see somebody like him go down with what's likely a season-ending injury? Well, you know, instantly, you know, the impact um, you become aware of, you know, and that's that's going to change a lot of stuff, you know, and, and it could. Now, they may be just fine and they overcome it and get right back on track and all that. But when he's that, you know, a player of that magnitude that dictates so much of everything that, um, you know, it's it's a shock. I, I You know, we kind of were kidding about the probably they, they might have had a day off in, in the grade schools and stuff around there just to kind of mourn the, you know, the loss <laughs> of the QB. It's such a big deal to the Packer following and all. Uh, they've got to deal with that. I know Mike McCarthy's been, been through it. He's a vet. You know, he knows what he's doing, and, and we'll keep these guys in order. But it's a big challenge, and, and uh, I mean, instantly you think of all those things, they just kind of come rushing back to this is the situation that you're in. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm guessing the competitor in you looks at something like that from just that perspective, a competitive perspective. And, you know, Green Bay's one of the teams you guys are battling if you want to have the best record in the conference. And uh, not, not that you'd be at all gleeful about that, but it does help you guys when somebody like that goes down, doesn't it? Well, it just depends how they respond, you know. And yeah. but it's it, it is part of the the season, you know. It's the part of the storyline of the season for each team, you know. How do you how do you you know maneuver your way through all of the the obstacles and the problems and, and the injuries and whatever comes up, and and that's the big storyline. That and you know it's suddenly thrust upon you, you know. Okay, now are they going to be able to deal with it and, and maintain and keep playing really good football, uh, you know? And 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 so you know that there's a there's a chance they might not. Yeah. And and uh, quarterbacks are so instrumental and such a big deal. 
and particularly in their formula, they, he's such a great player in the centerpiece of everything that that uh, it's going to be a challenge. But you know, if they can do it, it, it Mike McCarthy will get it done. So uh, you always tell me that your number one goal going into the season is to to win the division first and foremost. And I was curious about that because I would think having the best record in the conference would be the number one goal because that's always been the springboard toward you know, your two Super Bowls and three for the Seahawks franchise. Uh, is winning the division still, like, the number one goal going in? Yeah, it gives us a great chance to be playing at home in the, in the playoffs, you know. And, and uh, um, of course, you know, if you have the best record, then you, then you have a chance to play at home the whole time and all that, and you, know, you guarantee some stuff. And that, that's, that's part of it. But the division is the first, the first issue for us. Then that secures us and puts us in position. And we, we go about, hopefully, you can, you like to get that done with a few games left. So now you're really fighting to just finish off a great year and, 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 and you know, have the best record. But um, that, that's just the way we've done it. And it gives us a, a, a goal that really isn't a, you know, a, a finite one that, you know, you can still win everything and, and do it. But it's, it's a goal that really does uh, dictate something for you and that opportunity to try to play at home. Yeah. And you had a great divisional win two weeks ago. You said something after that Rams game that intrigued me. And, and you even acknowledged that you always kind of downplayed going back to L.A. But I, I heard you say you were a bit overwhelmed with emotion after that game and that you you just had a moment there. And I was, I was hoping you'd tell me a little bit about that. Well, I was kind of hoping nobody would pick up on that after I said it. <laughs> but you did. <laughs> The, um, yeah, after the game, I just went down into the, into the and after getting ready to get on the bus, just went down in the stadium, and uh, just to kind of check it out, and, and and just walking through the tunnel, and, and I, it's the first time in in really since we've been we've had a chance the last couple of years to go back there that I even thought about it really and let myself think about it, and and uh, there's there you know there's a lot of years there, and so there was a million memories that kind of came rushing back, and it was. Uh, it was it was a really good moment. It was emotional, kind of, and, and all that. So that's that's what happened. And uh, you know, we we a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in, that, in and yeah. around that place. And and uh, so it was just an opportunity to kind of revisit. And really, I hadn't let myself do that. Is really kind of what I recognized. How come you don't let yourself do that? Because I'm a really emotional guy. I mean, I I cry at the drop of a hat, Pete. And why why don't you allow yourself that? Well, I, I don't know. I just didn't want to make it something bigger than than it is, and I didn't want to misplace it, and and, and uh, so I just guarded against it. You know, okay. I didn't want to come across, you know, to the players, and I didn't want to affect them in any way. So I just you know, I just put it away, and and uh, you know, put it in my back pocket somewhere. But um, I don't know for whatever reason, it just kind of I kind of got weak for a moment there, and, and it was a good thing. It was a good moment, and, and I'm glad that I recognized that. Okay, so I was just fishing around in your back pocket just now. That's what you're telling me. Okay, all right. Uh, Speaking of college football, last weekend was pretty crazy for this state. I mean, we had two top 10 teams, the Huskies and the Cougars. They both lose. And and I was thinking about that in context with what you did in college, what you're doing in the NFL, that the – and this is what I find so unique about college football, that one game in mid-October – can knock you out of the championship picture. And in the NFL, you can lose a couple games in September, October, and November, and you can still be champions. It's a really different dynamic, isn't it? Uh, Just the way one game, every single game at the college level can knock you out of that ultimate goal. Yeah, and that, that's that. It is more impacting, you know, and uh, right up at the top of the whole thing. And uh, really, there, you know, our our goal was always to own the Rose Bowl, you know, which which was to get us there and make sure that over a long period of time we we played really well in the Rose Bowl and own those championships and stuff. And and uh, you could lose a couple of games and still have that 
you know, in 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 sight. And uh, you know, you can't control the the. I always felt like we couldn't control the the college championship process like you know, you like to you you don't get to play it out you know you they, they're going to appoint you they're going to put the computer on you know that kind of stuff we yeah. just did, didn't want to be holding to all that and so we that's why we focused on the rose bowl and then when you had your chance you know you, you got it done we also found that by there was a number of times when you know you could lose a game somewhere and if you came back and you finished really well you could still put yourself back in position to, to have the opportunity and and uh so you know that I, I think it is very impacting, like you're saying. And this week, this weekend in particular, just showed you just what a what a tough weekend it was for the state. Yeah. And um, these games are really crucial. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was checking out your Twitter account while uh, while you were on the bye week and just seeing some of the stuff you were talking about there. And uh, I know I think it's been a, a couple weeks now. You had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar out there to the VMAC, and you talked about just uh, you know how how impactful a person he is. It set me to wondering, because you can you can get anybody out there you want, and I know you take advantage of that opportunity. Who are the people that you've had out there that have had the biggest impact on you and on your players? Well, I, there's been, you know, we do have a lot of guys, and, they, you know, we don't always invite them to come. It's just kind of in the area, and then one thing leads to another. We kind of luck into those a lot of the time. Uh, Cream happened to be up in the area visiting his son and uh, going to school here and all that. But um, you know, I, I think one of the guys that really impacted me the most was Bill Russell. Um, you know, he came by and visited with us one time and, and uh, a couple years back, and and I I just had so much respect for his championship history and background and, and his team teamsmanship that that he stood for. You know, that I thought he was one of the most significant guys. They could ever talk to our players, and I could have a chance to talk to. But well, there's been a lot of guys, but that, that's one here in particular that, that jumps out. You know, you think about okay, was it Bill Russell or was it Kareem? Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> two pretty great players <laughs> right there. You know, and uh, uh, but um, I always think about Bill. And there's been a lot of fun guys too. You know, there's been all kinds of we've had a lot of fun over the years with people that have come visit, and and uh, that those guys kind of come to mind too. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh, one of the other things you were uh, tweeting about just a couple of days ago is how proud you are of Doug Baldwin. He and and Roger Goodell they they wrote that letter to the the uh, you know, House Committee on Sentencing Reform, and you just uh, you know it's it's almost like a fatherly pride when you talk about how proud you are of of your guys when they're taking such positive steps forward like that. Well, yeah, but even more than that, I'm I'm so um, just thrilled that, that the commissioner saw the significance in the perspective that that Doug represented and, and acted on it, you know, and and because that that's when that's when some things can start to happen and move when you when you have you know you need some institutional support and of some kind and 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 you know, Roger Goodell jumped at that opportunity, obviously, and and uh, that's 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 substantial, you know, and and. So really proud of Doug, but and, and and all of the guys that have continued to kind of stay after it to, to try to do something really positive and do something good. It's a good indication how, of of how valuable our players are and how they can help. And you know, where so many people are wondering and doubting and miss the point of of what really demonstrations and and the guys taking the opportunities to speak out is all about. And it's about change and it's about trying to yeah. you know make things make this place a better place and, and all that. It's not about a lot of other things that people want to think it is and. Uh, it certainly isn't disrespecting anything. It's it's really respecting the things that are really important to us. So, uh, anyway, I thought that was really great, and, and I hope uh, it keeps moving forward. And there's more opportunities to do more stuff as we go forward. It's also quite a sign of just the emerging respect that 
that Doug has. And, and I, you know, we've really seen that evolution in him the last couple of years. And I mean, there are a lot of guys in the league and there are a lot of really smart guys. But the fact that he's the one player's name on that letter with the commissioner, that, that says a lot about him. Yeah, it really does. And he, he is a remarkable young man. And, and he's, uh, he's, he means so much to this, this program in this area, but he's, he's you know, quickly showing that he can be significant on a much larger scale, too, and uh, be really exciting to watch him in the years to come. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, the game on Sunday. First of all, uh, on, on the injury front, uh, I know that you addressed this a couple of days ago. Uh, Cliff Averill, you and I talked a couple weeks ago about the potential significance of his, of his neck injury, and I know he's talking about or, or looking into at least the, the possibility that this could be a career ender and, and retirement ahead for him. Can you, can you share a little bit about what's going on with Cliff? Well, just to say that, you know, he's gone on injured reserve and, uh, and he's working at trying to figure it all out. He's got time to, to do that. This gives him that opportunity to really, you know, measure his choices and what, what's at hand and really, and also give him time to see how, you know, how things resolve um, so that he can do the right thing. And, and we're in total support of him and giving him, you know, all of the back, the backup to take the time and, and make sure that he makes a good decision. It's, that's very important. He's had a great career. And he's been a great performer here with us and a great team guy with us. And we just want to support him and love him up as much as we can as he figures it out. Yeah, it, it reminded me a little bit. Uh, Max Strong was on the pre- and post-game show with us for a few years. And, you know, he and I became good friends. And, uh, you know, it sounded a little similar. Where, where Mac, he, wa- he wasn't ready to go. Uh, but, you know, one moment just ends a great career. And it just illustrates what you and I have talked about so many times, just the, the fragility of these guys' professional life, that one, one instant it can all come to an end like that. Yeah, and, and, and even more than that, the, the realization that no, almost, almost nobody, almost, there's almost no player that's ready for it to end yeah. when it ends. Yep. You know, and, and so it's coming. The end is coming sometime, but you really you don't want to spend time getting ready for it. You just kind of have to deal with it when it, when it does. But rarely does anybody say, oh, boy, I'm really ready to hang them up. You know, yep. everybody wants to keep playing. They love the game. They love, you know, the competition and the whole – all aspects of it. And uh, so there there is a, a finality that, that hits that, you know, sends them into another phase of their life. It's just a really significant time. And, and uh, it's hard for people on the outside, I think, to, to realize – you know how significant it is in, in these young guys' world, and 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 how the transition is very very challenging. I think we probably talked about that before. Yeah. And uh, but it's you know we'll, we'll again we have to help and, and love them through every part of it, and and you know make sure we help. All right, let's talk a little bit about the game on Sunday. The New York Giants sure woke up on uh, last Sunday. They're zero and five, and then they go into Denver and just. They just looked fantastic in beating the Broncos twenty-three to ten. So uh, they're, they're, it looks like they're going to be a significant challenge for you on Sunday. Yeah, they they, they really did play a great game in an extraordinarily difficult situation against a really good team too. You yeah, know, and the yeah. Team that was was hot. So uh, it's a great it's a great turnaround for them. You know, they, if you look at their scores and you watch their games closely, they could have won all those games. You know, and and uh, the, the four straight games of just a, two or three points, in, in, you know, between them all. Um, late finish and all that against Philadelphia, and so I'm sure that this is a you know a great jump for them to get back on track and, and to feel confident and get their their mojo going. And so unfortunately, they hit it just in time for us coming to New York. So we're gonna have to play really well. We expect them to be tough and talented. They're they're a difficult scheme and and with you know a championship quarterback. So it's um, it's gonna be difficult, but we're we're looking forward to it. Okay, well I know everybody's ready to to get back at it after the bye week. Uh, good luck. 
Have a great trip back there to Jersey, and I'll look forward to talking to you next week, Coach.